0: Welcome to Retain FM. In this episode, Pete explains how he and his team are utilizing the power of Google Bard to improve their SEO processes and making them more efficient at producing results for clients. Hello and welcome to this episode of Retain FM. I am your host Pete. And today I'm gonna to be explaining exactly how I'm using Google Bard to turbocharge some of the SEO processes in my agency. However, before I get onto that, while you've got your device in your hand, Regardless of whether you're listening to the audio version or watching the video version of this show, please hit the like or subscribe button. It's really, really important to me that the content that I produce gets into the hands or the ears or the eyes of the people who need it the most. And if that's you, I wouldn't want you to miss out on any future content. If you are enjoying this content as well, if I could be really cheeky and ask you to share this podcast, uh, as I say, either the video or audio, with just one other person, that would be awesome and help the show grow. So, before we get on to exactly how I'm using Google Bard, I do need to address one question first, which is why Google Bard? Now, some of you may or may not have heard of Google BARD, Google BARD is Google's answer to ChatGPT. So why am I not just using ChatGPT to streamline some of our processes? Well, in all honesty, we are. But there's a reason why we've split some processes to Google BARD and some to ChatGPT. And they really come down to, without getting too boring, an understanding as to how ChatGPT and BARD differ. If we start with ChatGPT, to begin with, ChatGPT only has a database that runs as far as September 2021. Uh, It also uses a volume of written content to understand how to produce new output. Now, that means that it has certain benefits gpt chat gpt is far better at writing long-form content than bard is however that content still does have quite a lot of repetition still does uh it, all of the facts need checking and as i've just mentioned the database runs out in september 2021 so anything newer than that isn't included anyway uh it also uh can ChatGPT also shares responses with other systems and offers various plugins that you can integrate with. So, ChatGPT isn't bad by any stretch of the imagination, but there are just certain things that Bard is a bit better for. See, Bard is built... Uh, using a specific data set that is trained it to work for conversations and the main goal of Bard and this is documented in Google's own documentation Google's own blogs about its development journey of the Bard platform is to provide simpler results than the search engines themselves and to trigger those conversations so when it comes to well, uh, plus there is another benefit which its data doesn't end in 2021, therefore it can process data a lot, um, a lot more recently. This means that Bard is better for research. It can research current information as well um, for recent events as well as all of the historical stuff, and it can read and summarize web pages at a far greater depth than ChatGPT ever can. So, because of that, as we're working to SEO sites it's BARD becomes a far more powerful tool than Chat GPT. So there are a number of areas that we use AI in order to streamline our processes. Now, I do need to caveat everything I'm about to say with one massive, massive health warning, which is twofold. Firstly, never ever just hit publish on anything that an AI gives you, be it for your own business or for that of a client. AI is, well, it's exactly that. It is generated. Everything needs fact-checking and it is not ever going to be in the correct tone or have the right commercial impetus behind it in order to perform for a client so anything that you do from anything that you uh, generate from an AI tool that is only 80% of the job you still need to put in that extra 20% worth of effort in order to make the content correct for the client and the second thing is we never use output exactly from an AI to Uh, You know and publish that on the internet partly for the reason before but mainly because we are the SEO specialists we are the uh, the the people the squidgy organic humans that our clients are paying for for our work to benefit their business So we're not going to cheapskate anybody or shortcut anything that said AIs are absolutely immense at processing data. So, if we can get to that point of knowledge where we are in a position to then go and create the content that we want to create for our clients, create the links, create the, you know, do all the technical stuff, everything that our clients pay us to do, if we can just get equipped to do that faster, then AI sits perfectly in that gap. So, what are the processes that we are using AI for? Well, first and foremost, we do use AI to help with the keyword research and content ideation process. You know, it's it's dead easy now to, to find competitors that are ranking for particular keywords or even just use the keywords themselves and ask Bard, which are the sites that are ranking best for XYZ keyword, and what types of content do they produce? And it will list them. In fact, you can even ask it to put it into a table that you can copy and paste out and send to the client um, to to stimulate some ideas from them. So actually running it for keyword research uh, and for... Uh, content ideation as i say it can just you, you never need have a blanking cursor syndrome ever again because of these tools they are fantastic at doing that the next is auditing content now that can be content that we've written or it can be content that we're finding on competitor websites that we are wanting to write either competing content for or uh, some you know another version of it or whatever it might be but identifying things like additional keywords that that um, competitors are including in content or how other websites are clustering keywords so that we can tap into similar keywords or maybe even identify things that they've missed and pop those in. That's exactly the information we can get from, uh, from Bard for that. So a, a prompt like, Audit this content and identify the short and long tail keywords that are structured correctly in XYZ blog post and post in the URL. And it will give you the structure and it will give you the keywords. Look, the secret here is this is Google's own AI. So if you can ask Google to audit a piece of content and Google to tell you what it's about, what it's picking up, that is like ruddy gold dust. So that's exactly how we're using it to audit content. We can also use it to plan our own content. Now, I've just said that we will never use AI to, um, we will never use AI to publish anything that AI has generated directly onto a client's website, and that is entirely true. But if we're going after a keyword and the top five or ten results have a good number of blogs in, we can ask AI to summarize the structures of those pieces of content, look at the word counts, look at the headings. We've already got some of the keyword information from Bard already. So we can ask the AI to process all of those posts in one simple command prompt and it give us the data back so that we already have some form of a working structure we will always go and rewrite the titles we will always go and re, you know rewrite the headlines uh, any bullets that it gives us to do with content ideas they may or may not feature in actually the end end result but the the legwork of auditing all of the comp, uh, competitors websites that we're going to be competing against the AI can process that a damn site quicker than we're ever going to be able to. We can also ask it for suggested headings to follow that structure as well. And again, 80-20 rule, we're never going to publish, uh, publish those direct. I've said that three times now. I'm going to stop saying it. You get the idea. But again, the AI can pull in all those headings from all those different sites and we can pick the best path in order to produce the best content for our clients. Bard will also allow you to run a prompt to identify internal links. So once a piece of copy has gone live and you've hit that publish button, you've gone through your go live process, you've submitted it to search console, you've, you know, uh, you've made sure that it's it's indexable, all of that kind of stuff. You can then run a prompt in Bard that says identify internal links for this piece of content, paste in the URL. And BARD will go and crawl its data set about your website, about this target website, and will identify a number of places that you can already build internal links. It'll even give you the keywords to link on. So you know, it's such a time saver that when you're releasing a piece of content, you're now not just only releasing a piece of content, but you're releasing a piece of content that already has half a dozen or so high quality internal backlinks to it on the target keyword that you don't need to go and find because the AI has told you where they are. How cool is that? I w- that blew me away when I saw that work. I just thought, yeah, this this is this is it. You can also do the same thing for external links. Some people are a bit iffy about including external links within copy on their website. But I always say this to our clients, right? WWW, and I know not everybody puts that at the start of a domain name anymore, but WWW stands for World Wide Web. And in order for your website to succeed on the internet, you need to integrate with that web you need to pass some authority back you need to highlight or acknowledge the people that are authorities in your space or your niche or your niche depending on which side of the Atlantic you're from and engage in that conversation because if you're not doing that if you try and become a silo then you're like a standalone web on your own you know on your own it's going to be far harder for you to survive let alone succeed in the great landscape of the internet if however you're willing to to put to invest your own authority your own uh, link juice into knitting this website into the wider internet you're going to see far better results and what happens is when you start offering links to some certain people other people start offering links back to you and it becomes this like virtuous circle of stuff that goes around it helps you get that level of exposure And then the final thing that we can do is we also use BARD to help us generate meta-titles and meta-descriptions. Now, I have said that we don't publish anything that comes direct, and we don't. Anything that we output, meta-titles, meta-descriptions, they all get edited by our copywriters into the tone of the client following keyword structures, etc., etc. But I would also be lying if we said that we didn't use the AI to help us with some of that legwork, particularly when we've got a new site, particularly if we've got a large site, particularly if we've got an e-commerce site that's got like hundreds or thousands of product lines on it. You know, we can just help ourselves a little bit with a bit of time management there. So in terms of what we use BARD for, at the moment, they are the processes that that we use that particular AI for. We do also use a tool called Surfer SEO, which has an AI, well, it has AI built into a number of levels of it. Uh, Surfer is a copywriting platform, it's absolutely brilliant, Um, and it's it's up to you how far you want that AI to go. You can buy AI credits, and uh, Surfer will actually generate content in the document for you. We don't use that. Uh, We don't use that for two reasons. Firstly, it's fairly expensive, and actually what you're really getting is ChatGPT in Surfer. It's far cheaper if you were going to do that just to use ChatGPT and copy and paste the stuff over. Absolutely. However, the bit of AI we do use in Surfer, which is why we use it and why we like it and why our clients love it, is because as we're creating the copy... Surfer is benchmarking that copy against the results that are in the top ten for the particular keyword that we we have highlighted that this this piece of copy is for, and it's benchmarking it against all of the related terms it can find in the top ten as well. And it helps our copywriters to structure content correctly. It helps them to make sure that we are following a, a sort of um, a logical path that we're not going off on a tangent and becoming some kind of weird result that we're going to have to try and rank but crucially it also gives us a platform that we can share proofs with the client and they can see the score that we are producing and that's based on four factors i can't remember them all nlp is one of them and uh structures another and keyword density is another and there's something else we know that when we write copy through Surfer, we are we are getting copy that is a great foundation for us to base the rest of our processes on. It's taken us a long old time to, to develop that framework, a long time of testing, monitoring results, doing things the old way, doing things the new way, seeing how they compare, and so on and so forth. But we've really hit a stride with that, but only to use almost the lightest level of AI from surfer so that's a bit of an extra one built in this whole episode was supposed to be about bard but hey I just couldn't help myself uh so by all means go and check out bard if you haven't used it before you can get it free with any google account there's no there's no charge for it Go and check out Surface well. Links to both will be in the show notes. Uh, and if you've got any of your own tips or you want to know more about anything that I've shared, please go and find us in our Facebook group, peteeverett.com forward slash group. And you can join a community of agency owners in a very safe space to ask questions about building an agency and building recurring revenue. If I don't see you in any of those places, I will see you in the next episode.